up and live this morning and we are looking at your health with uh, Dr. Tolls. Dr. Tolls, um, or Dr. Tolake Lesikukuni, a beautiful doctor, empowering uh, homeopathic and family doctor, is going to help us understand and identify triggers of a low libido in women and even take us to a point of knowing how to prevent this and even cure it using homeopathic ways. A blessed morning to you, Doc. How are you doing? A blessed morning to you. A blessed morning to the A-teamers. How are you, son? Strengthen, strengthen, Doc. You know what? (laughs) After last Uh, week's session where you were speaking about um, men with erectile dysfunction or um, and mm. how to treat it and even, you know, the low libido in men and how to treat it homeopathically, I thought, hey, let's help the woman. Because it's not like women don't go through such. Uh uh-uh. oh. Mm, all right. Mm, both <laughs> all right. We are we are all just humans, and these bodies are like yeah. engines that need to be cleaned and serviced. And mm-hmm. if we ignore it, we will run a risk of really hurting ourselves. Let's let's uh, look at what a loss of libido in women looks like and what it is. Yes, ma'am. So a loss of libido, also known as low sex drive. Is a decrease or an in, oh, it's a decrease in interest or the desire to have sex compared to before. So this is you actually looking inside as an A-teamer uh, and thinking, okay, normally around this time, maybe I'd want to, you know, either initiate it or I'd be open when it's initiated and run with it. But now there's a change. And the symptoms are you literally have a decreased or no interest in any type of sexual activity that is inclusive of masturbation, of oral sex, or even foreplay. So our full So you even have a decrease in uh, your sexual thoughts or fantasies that you usually have that would hype you up, obviously, preparing for the action time. You're also feeling unhappy as an A-teamer, excuse me, as an A-teamer about engaging in the sexual activity. So this is where females start perceiving it as a chore, you know, rather than something that you and your partner can actually enjoy together. And you also feel sad or concerned about that the moment you start noticing the lack in the in the in the sexual interest or drive and it's either you are noticing it or it's your partner that's actually noticing the changes. So that is what we would normally term or pick up that you have a, a loss in, in libido as a female. Now, is it is it a mental thing that triggers some of these decrease in sexual desire for women? Is it mental or mm-hmm. does it also have to do with some physical issues like hormones? Mm-hmm. So there is literally a whole lot of factors that play um, into this um, in a female. So another thing is 
there's belief, there's also that emotional connection. So all these actually play a role in a woman. And not just only one symptom will be picked up from this, but it literally is a combination because I always say that systems link. And this is another one of those that actually links system. So I normally put them in categories so that it actually makes it easier for myself as well as the A-team to actually pick it up and understand which, okay, so is it mental, is it physical, is it medical, or even part of your normal biological processes, but still, that needs assistance so that I can go back to be my own self, or even a more empowered one when it comes to libido. So, just quickly going to run through some of them so that you can understand it as A-teamers. So, the physical triggers is normally when you experience uh, uh, pain during sex. So normally this would be uh, caused by uh, vaginal dryness and there's not enough lubrication around that area. So you feel like you're constantly tearing or hurting the the cells around uh, the vaginal canal. And other ones would also be um, a poor body image. So when you're not comfortable, when you're not confident with how you're looking, as females we take that so like literally is one of the big things when it comes to our intimacy with our partners because we want to feel sexy, we want to feel good for them and ourselves as well. And that also gets us to the point of reaching an orgasm or climax thing, you know. So that's another point in the physical triggers that you are having difficulty reaching an orgasm. And that is also not good. So it, it lessens the interest because you feel like, this is a chore or it's one-sided. Then you also struggle with fatigue or exhaustion and everybody, both males and females, because of the whole lot of responsibilities that we have and little time to recuperate. So this is where you need to be conscious about actually establishing a balance in your life. And there comes it in terms of the balance, which is the lifestyle choices we make. So that could be the foods that we're eating. I always talk about processed and sugary foods that are causing inflammation in our bodies. That inflammation is causing a whole lot of imbalances in our chemical structures as well as physical structures, making it difficult to have the normal process of um, getting us aroused or, you know, wanting to get into that activity. Also, smoking and drinking does affect us as well because it's part of the inflammation that you put in the system and lack of physical activity in terms of the walking, the exercising, or any other planned exercise that will just get the blood flowing. On the medical side, this can be non-sexual diseases such as your diabetes, your high blood pressure, or even cancer, because these cause a change in the flow and circulation as well as the body structure in terms of the anatomy that comes to cancer it can affect how hormones are released in the system and therefore not getting you to that level that you need. Then in terms of the sexual part, this could be contraceptives. So when you are still within your childbearing ages and you decide to use a contraceptive, yes, majority of women will say, my libido is increased, but you get that handful of people that will say, uh uh-uh, and that is also inclusive of a person who's on uh, hormone replacement therapy. And that is when you're reaching menopause. And we're going to talk about that. As well as antidepressants that people would normally take. And that would actually cause a drop in libido. Then you go to mental. 
Yes, Doc, let's go to the mental part because I think a lot of women are overstressed and that sometimes does affect um, our lipido. Yes. So on the mental side, it takes a whole lot. And these are like now involving a lot of communication and understanding and working together as a team. So the first one is when uh, a team of female is feeling overwhelmed with having to take care of their children, of the husband, as well as juggling all other responsibilities that are important, such as the finances, work, and they're just not coping enough. You know, they're not feeling like they're getting assistance. That can actually dampen and cause a, a, a low uh, sex drive as well. Then you get your mental uh, disorders that you normally hear of, such as anxiety or depression, or even your PTSD, you know, or post-traumatic stress uh, disorder. So this can come from a loss of somebody or even a child, grief, you know, as well as your ill partner or family member can cause that disturbance because your body wants to take in that shock and trauma. It's not looking at reproducing. Another one that is not actually mentioned is relationship difficulty. Whenever there is conflict between the two of you with your partner or whenever you don't have, um, you have unexpected, um, what you call this, you haven't communicated your expectations of how you want to be pleasured, and therefore you're just taking it as is. You don't enjoy it, so you don't look forward to it. Or then you also have a history of um, unwanted sexual contact because it's either you're abused as a child or currently, recently so, or you just had a negative experience with your previous partner you know, that has caused you to do this. Then the last one that also tends to affect women is a change in sexual function of their partner, the male figure. So if maybe they are diseased with a prostate or any of the causes that could cause a decrease there, the woman will also adapt to that. But when they have to come back, as soon as the man is up, unfortunately, it becomes something that takes a bit of a while. Biologically, which is quick, it's literally the hormonal changes. This is before your period, during pregnancy, after childbirth, breastfeeding, or even heading to menopause. All these ones can actually lead to a low sex drive. So how do we fix these things, Doc? Uh, how mm. do we fix, I know you've gone through the mental, the biological, you know, uh. but how do we fix them using homeopathy? Uh-huh. So... A natural, holistic approach is always best when it comes to such because you can see how many triggers can play a role into this. And this is key in coming to identifying the root cause because once we tap into the root cause, we are able to resolve all these other symptoms that come with it. But if you're just going to go for, I, I have a low libido and I just give you an immune booster, but I'm failing you in terms of the mental part, you know, or your lifestyle side then it's not good. It means we'll constantly be coming back into this and you'll feel like it's a waste of time and money with the supplements. So the first one that I always start with whenever I have a patient with me is we run through, obviously, the case taking, understanding this. And if there is any mental triggers, especially with the partner, I always say this is where you need to kickstart the process. You need to sit down with your babe and actually talk about this you know, if you've already identified that trigger. And if not, that's where counseling needs to come into play. And I need our 18 to understand that this shouldn't be something that you judge each other on. 
but that tends to happen because then we don't talk to each other and that is a problem you know it's a, and it's not supposed to be a blaming game you're supposed to work together and these changes are normal in any female um, reproductive life any stage it can happen it can be triggered just as it can happen with men and that is why we need to communicate second one is now that you know this you need to put effort in terms of increasing uh, the interest and desire again. So this is you wanting to, you know, plan uh, your, your, your sexual um, in- activity or intimacy with your partner who has lost interest. You started earlier, you know, way on with your foreplay. You do a, a telephonic one where you're sending the messages to tell them how much you, you're missing them. So you're building up that hype. Because they've lost interest in women are emotional beings. They want to also work with that. I need visual stimuli. I need um, audio, um, what you call this, auditory uh, stimuli, which is from hearing you say something to me. And then the seeing part and the feeling, the touch, would at least get me there. So you need to work on that. Then homeopathic side, we've got formulations such as your CPS. So CPR is for a woman who has aversion to, to sex. They don't want to be touched by their partner. They're irritable. They're jumpy. They are just nice. And Ignatia would be a person who's gone through uh, grief or loss, and hence they're getting this. A pulsatilla person, which is the formulation homeopathically, is one who has an aversion to sex in terms of one moment we want it, the next moment we don't. They're just feeling confused about themselves. And this irritates the person so much that they end up even crying. So you see, this is how specific the homeopathic formulations will be, uh, assisting how it is that you are experiencing this low libido and its characteristics as an a teamer. Now, you know... I want to find something out. Celibacy is also a thing, right, uh, amongst um, some women because of circumstances. Does that um, impact on libido when you are ready to start, if you've been celibate for a long time? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it does. Because remember, our bodies adapt to a pattern. So if you decide to say, okay, I am literally refraining from engaging in sexual activity, you will have to train yourself to channel your thoughts to something else that is different. So having to kickstart that women too also start getting performance anxiety. As much as Bonal Milangba will say any individual, you know, from themselves. But the fact is okay, now I've got this partner that we're going to be intimate together. They now need to go through all these triggers um, that they might have insecurities about or that are a reality to them the physical part, the mental, emotional, and obviously the biological and medical. So you need to make sure that you kickstart it. And this is where it comes in with the holistic part in terms of putting in effort. This is where you need to talk to your your partner and say, look, it's been a while and I'm nervous or anxious about it. So can you please take it slow? And, you know, can you be with me on this journey? And trust me, the moment you start communicating such, then, you you might even find that you are putting your partner at ease, that they too are like, okay, so we are both in the same boat and be struggling, but you know what? It doesn't have to be perfect. It's about us enjoying that session. So let's do this. And obviously, the practice it gets better. Or as I always say, uh, practice makes perfect. So there you go. So yes, it does. I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, um, mm-hmm. 
let's let's talk diet. Uh, I know you've been through it, but diet alongside to the homeopathic ways of increasing libido, enjoying sex, making sure that uh, the, the the vagina is well lubricated, and the yeah. you know the entire body is operating yeah. like a a great machine. Our goddesses must be strong. Let's take a break and we come back. <laughs> Wake up and live. Uh, we've got Dr. Tolls, who is uh, helping us identify triggers of low libido in women and how to prevent them. Um, whether you're a woman or a man, if you have a woman in your life and maybe you've experienced some symptoms and you want to ask questions, Dr. Tolls is available. Um, and uh, for the ladies, p- please feel free. You can be anonymous. Let's get to help you. 0614-104-107 is our WhatsApp number. Doc, before you, you give us those homeopathic remedies and uh, the foods that are good for the woman, um, I'd like us uh, to take this message from an A-teamer. A-teamer says, good morning. Uh, on the team. I just want to know, do the underwears that we wear also affect us in any way? Hmm. So, yes, we always vouch for um, wearing underwears that are cotton and also slightly a bit loose so that there is uh, a circulation of flow around that area. And why I mean, I mean, I mentioned this is because whenever you have tight clothes, like a spandex, and one of those elastic, um, what do they call it? I mean, hang on a sec, I don't know. But anyway, those stretchy underwear, you know, those tend to, number one, if you're having discharge, which is a good thing, it's part of your uh, cleaning the vaginal canal, you find that it sits on your underwear, it furthermore accumulates uh, bacteria as you were clearing it out, and then it can even cause a, inch, uh, a change in your pH balance. So that goes hand in hand with hormones. So you get your flush, uh, you feel very uncomfortable. So therefore, it starts going into the physical, meaning it it it, it dampens your 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 image, your how you feel about yourself, and you know loving yourself so that you can be open to being touched and intimate. So you find yourself having to wanting to correct that continuously because nobody wants to come through with a, a, an off odor. You know, yes, vagina doesn't smell all rosy, but also there are uh, those off smells that you know that this is not good, this is not healthy, and this is not me, and something is off. So if that happens that also makes you not want to engage because you're feeling um, very much body conscious and which is not good, you know. So, yes, underwear do play a role. Preferably cotton would be better and it's got, uh, it's able to let flow of air in. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm asked here in the studio by my fellow A-teamers, what about uh, the G-strings? Those are actually not the greatest as well. And reason being is, remember, it's a string. And um, once it moves around, it can take um, number two. You know, I'll just put it respectfully. So it takes number two from the back if you did not work correctly and move that bacteria up into the vaginal canal. And with that shift as you're moving around, walking about during the day, it can actually cause uh, infection from that bacteria might move into the vaginal canal, disturbing the pH of the vagina, and therefore start causing infections. Again, we lead back to what I said about, uh, you know, um, 
the body consciousness and wanting to treat that, therefore you're not open to intimacy. So you can find that it can go on for weeks when you thought that it can be just a couple of days thing. And it means weeks to months, if you're constantly having this recurrent infection, there is no intimacy with partner and you start fighting. So it means from physical to mental triggers and now it's becoming hormonal imbalance. So you actually tapped into it just existing. So personal hygiene becomes imperative in women, especially because we've got a self-cleaning organ that needs to maintain a good balance. All right. Um, other ladies say, ah, it's better to just not wear underwear altogether. Hamba commando, shao moya, just enjoy your life, you know. I mean, there were, I don't think there were panties in Katsaboko, even the, if they were, but oh, bees are mine, you know. So, um, yeah, that, does that work? Well, for... It's, it's more of a debate. I've heard other uh, practitioners would say, cool, yeah, sure. You know, whenever you get a chance, let's just be in our birth suit. Uh, however, others get concerned to say, look, uh, the underwear is also there to protect you, especially when you're wearing the jeans. I think back then what made it easier is that they would wear skirts, you know, and they were long. So it's easier for you to just remain free-flowing around there because there's nothing actually coming through to touch that area cause friction and constantly depositing things. So when you're wearing a jean, a jean is also a material, you know, a clothing material that has small fragments and pieces that get released. So those can even go in as well, which is not safe for the vaginal canal. So it's a two-two thing. If you're wearing a dress and it's long, so please hear me out, we need to also you know, going in his daughter and dignity to be a woman that care about ourselves and worth it. Yes, sure. You can run with it freely so and uh, yeah, comfortable. But if it's short, you're going to have to put in a tight or even an underwear so that you can also be comfortable. But obviously that's fine. If you send him, uh, I mean, and that could also be one of the, the foreplay triggers that you have with your, your partner because you're looking all good, you're feeling all sexy, everything is free-flowing. Action can happen at any given moment. You just need to be open to it. So, yeah. All right, ladies, there you have it. And, gents, please support your ladies in their journey. Let's talk about the food now, please. The food and uh-huh. um, some of the homeopathic, um, you know, remedies that are available or medication that is available to help women. Yes, ma'am. So I always say make food your medicine. And this goes hand in hand with increasing uh, physical activity. So having a planned activity, even if it's 15 minutes per day, it's a start. And you will see, as our bodies last pattern, it becomes a build up. It's the same with trying something new in terms of diet-wise and omitting maybe sugar. Initially, in the starting phase, it gets difficult, but as you continue this, your tongue adapts to the taste and you get better at it. So foods that are important around this, because we look at the triggers as well, is you want to promote energy, you know, you want to balance your sugar levels and hormones as well as mental stability so that you can be in it full on and not just one foot in, one foot out, more than GCSIM, you know. So these are good foods uh, that are high in your vitamin A, C, E, um, D, and K. Even your Bs are actually very good for that. However, not all of us are able to have time to prepare 
healthy, nutritious meals, and so forth. So you get supplementation that can literally assist you with giving you that boost of nutrients as you need, plus additional uh, supplementation that can help the reproductive system of a female. So um, our Nature's Relief Supplements um, are very nice and holistic as well in terms of how we aim to target such symptoms to prevent it or get to a point of curing it, such as our DIM complex. So we have a DIM complex that are capsules, and these actually help to detox the excess hormones in the body should you have been experiencing an imbalance in hormones. So this will actually free up that energy that was you know, conserved to focusing on clearing out inflammation and detoxing your hormones all the time, but it was struggling. And this will help that balance come back again. We normally couple it with our hormone balancing drops or even capsules if you're not a fan of taste. However, the beauty about this is that these are plant sources, meaning they are originating from plants, uh, these, these properties and benefits, health benefits, so that they don't trigger what we call a hormonal cancer. So cancer that would be, you know, um, easily stimulated and started by hormone imbalance or any chemical of a hormone you're taking in. Then we get our Elevate capsules, our Nature's Relief Elevate capsules. They are a combination of Pilitium and guess what? Ashwagandha. Remember we said ashwagandha is for both male and female. So this is the beauty of it because then it will also assist with performance anxiety in females. It will create that happy mood and it will also regulate uh, the uh, stress hormone in the system, which is good. So it means you are letting your gut down, you are letting your chemicals in the brain flow freely, and that is actually assisting it so that you can be in the mood for action. And then when you're experiencing a dry vagina, you know, and that's causing painful sex, we've got our CVD infused, and we call it a silky smooth CVD lube. So this is for uh, enhancing sexual experience for both males and females. And at the same time, we are actually protecting and healing the vaginal canal of a woman. So we are healing those cells that have been damaged from that friction when it was dry and you were not actually happy about it. The one thing I also love about this lube is that I don't only prescribe it for um, sexual enhancement and intimacy as well, but whenever uh, women in the reproductive um, stages are going through the menstrual cycle, I also prescribe it for uh, to use as a lubricant to insert a tampon should they be using that whenever they are on their period. And we are getting a two-in-one. We're actually working on healing and protecting the vagina as we're going through our monthly cycle. So this is a beauty. And then our last one is our Nature's Relief Moringa Capsules. So this is Moringa as we know it. Uh, it's a superfood high in a lot of nutrients that will help balance uh, the, 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 the energy, the sugar levels and hormones as I've mentioned. However, the seed of Moringa is actually having a high affinity for restoring um, balance in the reproductive health of both males and females, more specifically when it comes to low libido. So I love this thing because you and your partner can take it together so that you promote uh, libido, sexual enhancement, getting the right nutrients, healing your body, and making sure that it's all taken care of. So yeah. That is it. All right, so there is hope. There's hope. 
Um, Always. And, and for couples, can couples come to you as a homeopath um, to get assistance if there's imbalance in their libido? Oh, yes, definitely so. So it's much more preferably to do it as couples um, because then we also eliminate that blaming game. You know, sometimes you don't say it out loud, but you've got that undertone feeling that you're, it's a woman who's out of balance, hence we're having this problem in our relationship. Or the woman can feel that it's the man, you know. So I become that neutral base for both of them where you are able to step outside the box for the couple and be able to see that, okay, the A-teamers are going through this and the struggle may come either on the men's side or the female side. And because it's a couple thing, I do tell them on starting to say, look, we're going to be raw, we're going to be honest about this, and we're going to make sure that we get to the root cause of it. So if we pick up that it's not both, but one person who's experiencing this, please don't feel ashamed, and please don't have, uh, don't have you know, um, a decrease in esteem or confidence. We can work our way up to get there. And the fact that the couple has come together, that's the first step of the communication and amending things in their relationship, which is great. And we get to work with it. What I also do is so that we can have a full-on confirmation with facts, we'll either do a full body scan and uh, back it up also with blood tests to check also the hormone levels. Because I actually had one couple that come through and they did say that they were struggling with intimacy and she was also concerned about fertility because now they're at the stage where they want to have kids, you know, procreate. But then she was not happy in terms of intimacy and not that it was not good and the man was not supportive, but she was just not there. And when we did blood tests, we picked up that the hormone that is responsible for milk production was high in the system. And when that is uh, extremely high, it causes a hormone called dopamine, which is for pleasure and reward, which is involved in the sexual activity, to actually decrease. And hence, that was the root cause of her not enjoying the intimacy. After doing that test, we used the Nature's Relief Dim Complex to detox her and other, obviously, supplements and her, uh, homeopathic formulations. I got a response within two weeks from the men, not even the women, the men saying, look, it has started improving. We can now engage on a weekly basis. And she's also open to you for play, running around in the house and playing together. So this is what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm glad that there are ways um, to beat this issue so adults can enjoy adulting. At least because the rest of it is not easy, Doc. <laughs> the, re- the rest of it is not easy. At least let this no, area of our lives become a bit that's easier. That's the adulting part we all want. It's the enjoyment side. <laughs> and the enjoyment. Oh. Doc, thank you very much for joining us. Um, I, I won't say I'll be needing any of the things we spoke about now, but I do use them because like you were saying moringa is as one that is helping all around ashwagandha all these amazing things that you always give me they work all around so mina and getting is specifically for that i've already got my remedies um for a teamers who want uh, assistance and need a doc how do they get in touch so my phone number is zero six two five zero two. I mean, yeah, zero six three five zero two two nine seven four. I repeat, zero six three five zero two two nine seven four. My email address is drtsikukuni at icloud dot com, and on my social media platforms, I go by Dr. Todd. Thank you so much, Patricia. Thank you, A-teamers. and I really, really hope that this could be one of the things 
that makes adulting very lovely and can bring you back together. Have a blessed one. Thank you very much. Have a beautiful weekend.